What's up, Lady Ballers? Welcome back. We're Soccer Props. And it's game time. Hi. 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 We're glad we finally made this happen. Sorry. Time to I know. That, that took so long. <laughs> We're like, I never know like what the hell time it is anywhere else because New Zealand's so far away. It's crazy. So it's Wednesday for you. Yes, it's, I think so. I've been locked in quarantine for a very long time. I don't know what day it is anymore. Hey, what are you on, day eight or nine? I'm, I've been going by like how many days left I have. I actually don't. I think it's like four days, five days left. Wow. I don't know. I'm wow. going crazy you, though. You literally can't leave that room. No. Well, you can go outside for some fresh air. Oh, that's like, During these hours, which is, it's good. Because yeah. I, I, I did the same thing. when I just came back from Germany like a month ago and I had to do the same thing, but in a different hotel. And then that one, I couldn't really go outside. Wow. So this one is a bit uh, better. I was going to say, I feel like I've watched you sit in quarantine like three or four separate times. And it has been very interesting to see you survive. It's, so, it's the worst. And I can't believe it. I'm like, why do I do this so often? So, <laughs> well, what, what's been keeping you sane? uh music and yeah see is that uh a guitar <laughs> behind you yes that's yeah it is right there <laughs> that's awesome. you've been getting in a ton of practice like ton of practice yeah like I, whenever i'm like feeling like i'm gonna lose my mind i just go and grab that thing and it kind of like helps me escape like just for a second so i, I would have broken that thing by now <laughs> <laughs> well it's a good I think like the best thing for this like huge, huge amount of time that you have to spend by yourself is to try and learn something new so I'm just learning new songs more complicated songs all the time and it kind of like keeps me like I, I made use of this time you know it's not so yes. it doesn't feel like such a waste of time yeah oh my god I know I saw you were playing Jimi Hendrix yesterday or the day before yes. that was so impressive it's a lot well, more, but it's advanced <laughs> wild it's so impressive thank you i learned that one a long time ago but i'd forgotten the whole thing and i was like i should learn this again so i just have been practicing it so so tell us about your olympic experience how was it like what was your favorite moments what was the best the worst um well obviously it's an olympic so it was amazing of course um i think what was really cool about this time around is for like us uh the football got to stay like in the village for like, which was different to the last couple of Olympics that I've been to. Cause we always travel around like the tournaments held in such in like different cities all over the, whatever the countries it's in usually. So um, staying in the village for a, a while was cool, but it was a weird kind of um, stay because you couldn't really do anything because you had to stay away. New Zealand Olympic team had quite a um, strict policy on like, staying away from other nations because we didn't want to like kind of compromise our um, participation by testing positive or anything. So we we're really strict on that. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. You know, like the dining hall was cool. You got to see some pretty famous people. Like I think a couple of people saw um, Novak. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Who did I see? I saw Andy Murray in there. Nice. The back of his head, at least. I was like, I think that's him. <laughs> How was the food? I heard it was like ridiculous. Like you could have every country option worth of food in there. Yeah, the food hall was amazing. 
the, at Tokyo. Yeah, was, um, I think like of course like the Japanese like kind of section was always like really full. Tons of people were lining up to get that because it was so good. It was so good. Um, but I think it was it was a little bit stressful. The dining hall was like always. You know, the, the more teams that arrived, the busier it got, and then all of a sudden you're not socially distant and like it was like really terrifying for a while. we're like oh no but you know there's only like so much you can do with that and everyone had masks on so and we're doing their best at staying um apart but it's it was funny you, you say that like do you guys feel like when you find yourself in like a busy area you're like I get the feeling like this feels really wrong like it feels <laughs> yeah. weird I'm not used yeah. to being in it I get feel anxious I'm like yes it's it's crazy I can only imagine yeah. how busy it got there too I yeah, feel like it, you guys are in like a middle school cafeteria. Like you want to say hi to like, like <laughs> yeah. cool people, but you're like, I can't get too close. I'm nervous. Like, it's so weird. It's it such- was weird. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I bumped into a couple of um, Matildas, you know, who I knew and had to have these weird, like, and literally haven't seen them in so long. I have these weird, like conversations, like two meters apart with a mask on. So you're like yelling at them. <laughs> and it's like, it's such a strange time to be alive. Yeah, it really, really is. Now, New Zealand has been super strict, I know, with the leaving your country and coming back. Do you feel like that uh, affected your team in terms of how you could prep for the tournament and just being able to play more games and stuff? Because every time you guys leave, there was a full quarantine before you were able to come back, right? Yeah, so that really did screw, screw us, <laughs> to put it like pretty bluntly. Um, we hadn't actually been together for like 16 months. Wow. That is crazy. So, I know it was it was a nightmare. We kind of got together. We had like a two week sort of camp in at Sugi, which is outside of Tokyo, um, just to acclimatize and train, play together. Um, but not the full the full squad wasn't uh, like all there until probably two days before was wow. when Ellie Riley and Abby Osig arrived. Yeah, that, I am so impressed. Yeah, I literally at, ha- at how you guys were able to play and everything. Not only was that like the death group of, <laughs> oh, of the man, tournament, it was the worst group it was, ever. It was really. We were like, are you serious? When they set it up, I was like, these are like the four teams I wish were the final four of yeah. the whole thing. Um, it was so rough. Eh? Knowing that, the fact that like that was you guys freshly coming together to play cohesive soccer. That's that's nuts. Yeah, I think um, Tom Samani did so well with like the time that we had as well. He had to really be smart about how to utilize it. And yeah, I mean, we had one practice game against Team GB, um, which kind of gave us at at least one game in before. Um, And we were just playing different players and trying different things. And yeah, it was hard. It was really hard. And you you can see, like I've watched a couple of the games back again and you can see where the disconnections are you know, and it's like, that's just something you just, you need to play together. Like it's as simple yeah. as that. You need time together. And um, yeah, you know, we can take a lot from those performances for sure, but it was very frustrating. Yeah. That gives me I a lot of respect for you guys. Cause that's not the tournament you want to go into without the experience of playing with one another too. But that gives me a lot of respect for the way that you guys came out and just freaking you still left it all in the field too. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it sucked, but yeah, it was a lot, a lot to take away. I think like the U S game, like I feel like this, the scoreline doesn't really reflect how we played. Um, you know, we actually had like moments in that game where I was like, this is like, we're looking pretty good. 
you know, forget like the six goals they scored on us, but just these moments that you kind of take out of those games. I think we can move forward with that. Was it, uh, do you think not having a audience, like, did that affect you guys or did it help you? Yeah, I did. I didn't really, um, notice that too much. Obviously it was missing. Like I, I was like, Oh, it would be really cool to have, mm-hmm. you know, people watching. Cause obviously like, in these pinnacle tournaments, you're so used to just not even hearing your teammate next to you. Yeah. you know? Um, which it sucked, but you know, at the time, like I, it didn't really affect me that much. And you celebrated your hundredth cap while you were there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been yeah. waiting like a whole year for that. <laughs> any tours. <laughs> so yeah, it was cool. What, what do you, are there any accomplishments like throughout your career so far throughout those hundred games? Like, is there anything that sticks out to you that you're most proud of? Oh, you know, I feel like um, I think anytime that we do play the USA, it's some, it's always like something really special. I love playing America so much because it's like I love to be up against the absolute best like that. And so I think there's one game that really sticks out to me. We played in it was in 2013 and it was in Columbus, Ohio, and we tied them. And I, it was the goal. I scored a goal at the very end of the game. And it was by far, I think that game was like, this was pre-injuries as well. Um, my best performance by far. So that game was, will always be like a highlight for me. It felt like a win to you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's awesome. That's cool. What, what year was that? 2013. Okay. Did you ever think like growing up that you would be a player that got a hundred caps on the national team? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Um, like when I think of how, much time goes into a hundred games and being healthy for a hundred games and also playing on your team. That's not the national team. Like that is an accomplishment that I feel like once you get there, you're like, yeah, a hundred, such a big moment. But when you think back of when you're at your first cap, you're like, Oh my God, am I going to play 99 more games for this team? Like, did you ever <laughs> imagine that for yourself? No, well, no, not really. I just kind of like had it in my mind that I just wanted to play for New Zealand and any time that I could, like it was always such an honor. And I think, I think looking back on it, what I'm most proud about is being able to come back from my injuries to make this. That's like the biggest thing for me, I think, because, you know, a lot of people miss out and uh, injury really puts you out for a very long time. And I'm just, uh, I think it's something to think about like two ACLs and I still managed to get it. So I think that's, to me, that's like kind of anytime I doubt myself, I think about that. It's like, yeah, I got through those. What was I was going to say, what was harder for you with those two injuries, the physical comeback or like the mental comeback? Oh, I think mentally it's so hard. Physical, you know, we all know how to be, you know, how to train physically, how to get there. Um, But the mental aspect is, it is like 99% mental, the whole lot of it, you know. So that's, I think the doubt is the worst part. It's like you doubt yourself so easily. But once you kind of transcend that, it's... Yeah, it's easy to get so wrapped up in your own head too. Oh, like, so and like sometimes you just like because we Shannon and I actually tore our ACLs as well, and it's all too common. Like everyone, mm. you know, there's the risk is so high, and like sometimes you just feel so alone on the on the sideline. You're you feel kind of left out. Like, mm-hmm. do you have any advice for any lady ballers listening who are going through that right now? Like, how do they stay involved with the team during their recovery process? That's yeah, that's a great point. It's a very isolating experience, isn't it? Because, 
yeah, everything you do is, you know, part of the team. So to be left out and you're always kind of doing your own kind of rehab stuff on the sideline and you're just so, so neglected. Um, I think any chance you can get, you know, you know, just be a part of the bench, be a part of like cheering your team on when they're playing any kind of team event, go like any game go. I, a lot of the time I actually couldn't deal with being left out. So I would be like, no, I don't want to go. I want to go and do my own thing, but it actually makes you feel worse doing that. So like go and, and, you know, be around your teammates, be, cause you're still a part of the team. Like it's easy to think that you're not, but of course you still are. Um, and thankfully I had a lot of teammates that really made me feel that way as well. That made it very clear that I'm still part of the team, you know? I think it's a good reminder for people who are healthy to keep their injured teammates involved Mm because we've all been there and you know how much it sucks. So just make sure like you're checking in on them, you're keeping them involved, you're inviting them to go do stuff. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's like quarantine kind of like you're, you feel really isolated. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's, this one's different though. Cause we're all like, we all kind of flew back together and now we can go outside and we, whenever oh. I go outside, I'm like, ah, hi, it's human interaction. So you guys knock on the walls and stuff. <laughs> no, well, there's like a bunch of different athletes. So I have no idea who could be next door. That's so wild. Some fun game. <laughs> so now that you're back, are you, where are you playing next? Cause I know you did play in Germany. Uh, so next up, I'm going to go to Aussie uh, in the W League. So I can't kind of disclose where yet because it's not quite official, but that's where I'll be next. That's exciting. And when, when is that going to be? When does that start? Uh, September or November or no, wait, October. October, I think. Cool. Yeah. And you'll have to quarantine again? No, hopefully not. Oh, good. This should be my last quarantine. Oh, at least for a while. <laughs> Knock on, knock on wood. Yeah, literally uh, knock on <laughs> Man. What do you, is there anything that sticks out to you from like the different places you've played? Like, do you find one style of play you like the most or do you take pieces from each place? I think I take pieces from each place. That's a good way to put it. I think Germany was the place that tested me the most so far. And I think that's quite common when you ask, you know, how, about what Germany was like had a very interesting coach, you know, Um, they're very hard on you. They, we train a lot. Um, It's a lot of fitness. It's like, you're basically, you get, it felt like I was in the Marines or something when I went over there. I was like, oh my God. Um, But it's good. Like it really toughened me up. Um, Definitely got me ready for, uh, you know, um, 90 minutes of playing in the Olympics, like, you know, for sure, because that league is also like, very very good so um I think that was a good decision for me just to really put myself out of my comfort zone completely so that's Germany and that you know playing in Sweden similar kind of caliber of league um as Germany like it's it's a tough league to play in you know very athletic girls um technical very technical so um yeah that was a good challenge as well I was there for a while um, and then I've also played in Portugal and that was completely different to both of those leagues. It was uh, very possession style kind of based and not so focused on like the physicality part of it. You know, I had to do kind of do extra gym sessions over there because they just didn't do enough for me. Um, but they all just, all they want to do is play football, play, play, play and keep the ball, play, play. And that was really good for my technical ability too. So I feel like I have taken um, different pieces of everywhere I've played and it's made me 
um, kind of an all more like all round kind of player. That's awesome. And you played uh, college soccer in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. And yep. what did you get from like that experience? Oh, I think that was the best decision I ever made. That was, I think that's like my favorite place so far. I'm professional is great. It, it's tough, but mm-hmm. in terms of like a team and a coach, like consistently that my college is my favorite. I think I was also like in my prime also before my injuries as well. Um, when I was playing in college for sure, because of the consistency that I was playing, um, same coach, same like teammates. Um, and I was in great shape. You guys know. It <laughs> feels good to be in good shape, right? <laughs> I was going to say that whole program at the University of Tennessee just seems so fun. And we'll, and I notice that every once in a while we'll share like a video that <laughs> girls that have played there and you always comment on it. And I'm just like, this program, this program looks like it was just like such a good program. The oh. facilities look awesome. The mood and the vibe there seems awesome. So I'm it was not amazing. Surprised. It really was amazing. Um, Oh, I, I mean, I didn't leave for a long time because I got injured there. So I got a red shirt year as well. So um, I was amazing. How did you look at a bunch of colleges or how did you make that decision to go there? So I, yeah, I did look like, I think I was, what were the ones that I narrowed down to? I actually ended up narrowing down to like, I think Miami and Virginia and um, it was actually Maryland because Brian Penske was the coach of Maryland before Tennessee. Because I kind of was like, I wanted to talk to all the coaches. I wanted to get an understanding of the coaches. And I ended up liking Brian a lot. And so I verbally agreed to Maryland, went over for a visit. And then like, I think a couple of days into the visit, um, he calls me and I step out. I was in one of the, like, the players' rooms, like just hanging out. And he goes look, I'm moving to Tennessee. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap, <laughs> what? And so he was like, you can, like, you know, you've got some options here. You can, like, keep looking at Maryland or maybe at the end of this week, you can come to Tennessee and check it out. And so I was like, okay, sure. And then I went to Tennessee and I was like, okay, I have to go there. It was so cool. And so, yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. amazing. What, um, like, what would your advice be for for? players who want to play in the u.s who are from overseas or abroad what should they be doing should they go in person to visit should they talk to the coaches like you should they talk to like other alumni who traveled there as well yeah i think um well i think the the best decision i made was going with the coach because in the end like the coach kind of like defines how successful you'll be in in a way you know gets to understand you as a player you as a person um, they have the control over whether you play or not in the end. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if if you feel that your coach respects you, you end up respecting them and there's just a great, great dynamic there. So the biggest thing for me ended up being the coach for sure because I feel like, you know, um, and obviously the program itself was amazing and um, it's a very athletic school. Um, and the best thing about Tennessee also was that it was it's only women's soccer. So they didn't have a men's program. It's very like, um, you know, all the focus was on women's soccer, which is not something that you come across very often. Yeah. Um, That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, yeah. Women's sport in general at Tennessee is so good. Like softball, basketball, obviously. Yeah. Um, oh, so cool. But yeah, I think the advice is like the biggest thing for me was finding a, a really good coach. Yeah. That's so important. I think that's something that 
is like an afterthought to a lot of younger athletes. Mm-hmm. Like I always focused on the school and like, if I like the coach, great. As long as I didn't hate them, I was like, I'm interested, but it's right. true. Like you want to make sure you have good chemistry with the coach and that you do exactly. respect them because yeah. how are they going to respect you? It has to be mutual. Exactly. Yeah. And they have a lot of control, like I said, over like a lot of, you know, and if you don't feel respected, it's hard to play for someone like that. It's really hard to play. So but funny that you said it because like, I don't think I ever considered once <laughs> if I liked the coach. Like, I just remember being like, is the team good? You know, like, is the campus nice? Like, all that stuff. So that's just such a great piece of advice. Like, really get a feel of, like, if even, like, asking the coach about, like, how they play as a team and, like, how things will work out that way because it's so important to know that before you head there. Um, But so right now in your career, like, what would you say is something that you need to work on? And then also, or even just like, what are your goals as a player moving forward from here? Oh, I think, um, I feel like I've got to the stage where I'm a lot more, um, you know, I, I can finally call myself a veteran now, I guess, <laughs> with a hundred games. Now that you have triple digits in the games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, you know, I, I kind of have a responsibility in that to be a more of a leader and step up a little bit more in that way, which I think naturally I am doing more and more. Um, and so that's, I think that's important for me to start leading because there are a lot of younger girls coming in through the New Zealand team as well. Um, and so, you know, this, this tour was a really good way to, to kind of start that. And I think I've started that, um, you know, a little bit better. And um, I guess just like, um, well, it's, it's hard because I think about playing for New Zealand and it's like, we just hadn't been together in so long <laughs> to, to be together in, at the Olympics just now is like, man, it just felt like so long since I'd been part of that. And um, I think moving forward, when I talk about football, I think mostly about my national team because obviously I haven't got a club right now. So, um, but I think just being a little bit more confident um, on the ball, being a little bit more, um, you know, what we need to get better at is is scoring goals. You know, and of course you need obviously the service to be able to do that. But I think it takes like you know a little bit of more greed, and I think New Zealanders can be a little bit <clears throat> can lack in that kind of like. Uh, that kind of aggressive confidence on the field sometimes. And I think that's an area that I really want to um, nail down and get better at. It's, you know, it's always been something that I have been able to do. Um, but I think the, the more that we get um, more time together, hopefully once this pandemic kind of eases off, I think, you know, hopefully that should be more like better for us. But so, yeah. yeah that must've felt like such a tease to, not play together for so long and then come together for a big tournament. Then it's like, all right, time to say goodbye again. And it was so go our, our separate ways. And I feel like with the ferns too, you guys are, there's something, I don't know about you guys. Like even you and Allie, when we met you uh, in Paris and got to talk to you, you guys have such pride for that national team and, and what it represents. And not that I don't get that feeling or other players don't have pride, but I never really got the feeling like I do, like you guys introduced that team to me and made me love that team. <laughs> and I just love that you guys, like I, you guys have the passion to play with each other. And, and I'm, I hope you guys get to get to kind of travel together more once all this craziness ends and get to get some more, some more games. Uh, do you know what the next national team games will be or? I have no idea. They don't know. How, no. how much notice do you get when they 
plan one of those? Not much. Not much. Not not, not too much usually, yeah, because it, it is like kind of organized kind of last minute sometimes. And um, yeah, it's sometimes really difficult. But, you know, it's it's really good that we, we have been playing together for a long time. Like, I know we've been had a huge gap right now, but we have had the same players in like, you know, for years and years. I played together with some players for like 10 years or something. So that's why we have such an awesome connection as a group. And that's something that we, you know, will always be the case. And it's quite um, different to a lot of teams. And there is so much pride in representing New Zealand, you know. So I think that's, yeah, that's something that's really special about our team. And you guys are hosting the next World Cup, right? You in Australia? That's yeah. Sick. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. I'm so scared for the spiders, guys. I can't. I'm so scared. I have, I literally have anxiety every time we talk about this. But we're going. We're going. It's not New Zealand, though. You can just stay in New Zealand. That's just Australia. Yeah. Australia. You really, you guys are void of like an excessive amount of bugs and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I think sweet. that's that's quite misleading <laughs> about New Zealand. New Zealand is the safer version of Australia. Sweet. Oh. I'm there. Right. Done. I'll we'll get a hotel it. right now for <laughs> Yeah. You can stay at my house. All right, that's wonderful. Yeah, no, I'm I'm so relieved now. <laughs> What's one thing that you hope that whoever goes there like learns about New Zealand or does while they're there? Ooh. Oh, I don't know. Um, I think it's important for people to kind of understand the the culture of New Zealand, the Māori history and the like the um, the first inhabitants of, of our country. I think we as a nation we do it really well and it's it's quite we have kind of immersed the Māori culture in as our national identity. Um, but you don't really know much about it until you kind of get here and if you can visit the Auckland Museum and, and learn more about it. Um, obviously we've still got a long way to go and things have been whitewashed here quite significantly still and it's still very systemic um but you know it's important that you know people understand that the Maori culture is a, in a huge part of our national identity and I think um yeah coming here and you'll be able to kind of learn some of the language and um kind of see all of the traditions and you'll probably get like welcomed in all, all the teams will probably get welcomed in with a porphyry which is like a, a Maori like traditional welcome with the haka and, and all these amazing things. So cool. I think that's really important. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. All right, booking my flight now. <laughs> um, is there any one piece of advice looking back that you would give to yourself or other athletes who are like in high school or in college right now? Um, I think like, I know this is really like probably said a lot, but I think it's like never give up on yourself or never quit because there's going to be a lot that's going to happen. That's going to make you want to say like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like not getting selected, not playing and injuries. Like, there were plenty of moments where I thought very long and hard, like, is this even worth it? Mm-hmm. But you kind of, there's just something within me that screams like, you can't do that. You just can't. So I've, you know, I look back on the moments where I really genuinely thought I would, and I'm so happy that I didn't. So just persevere. All of that. Yeah. All right, guys, you want to finish with some rapid fire? Sounds good. Yes. Favorite pump up song or artist? 660. What's that? 
it's a New Zealand band. <laughs> Ooh, I, was, okay. I had a feeling we weren't going to know, but I want to now. I want to hear something. What song should we listen to? Um, well, the very like the Kiwi, the most Kiwi song you can listen to is "Don't Forget Your Roots." Okay, cool. I'm going to pump up song. Episode. How about that? I'll put it in. The yes, <laughs> but the pump up song I was thinking of is "The Greatest" by Six Sixty. Oh, okay, cool. Right. What was your favorite moment as a pro? Uh, traveling. Oh, just traveling in gen- in general. Just being able to, I think, like, I think of being a professional. I think of being like living in so many different amazing places all around the world. So yeah. just being able to see the world in that way was cool. Like not just like seeing it for a couple of days, but actually living in places like different places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. You're very cultured. I mean, like even just the stories you were telling us, it's really amazing. It's such a mm. cool thing about playing pro. Yeah. So it's a that. really cool thing. Yeah. All right. A little simpler of a question. Favorite ice cream flavor? Vanilla. Is ice, cream, so is ice cream a thing? Like is ice cream a big dessert in New Zealand or not really? Uh, relatively. It's like, I think when the summer rolls around, there's like all the different ice blocks there's like ice creams very nostalgic sort of kiwi summer kind of um thing that you would kind of have and it's like those like a paddle pop or like you know so you guys aren't just you're not just like eating it out of the tub on a wednesday night like we are not i I wouldn't call it like it's not like a new zealand icon or anything (laughs) yeah um do you have any superstitions like soccer superstitions i have a weird thing with numbers sometimes where like 17 is my number so if i'm looking at the clock and it's like on 16 or 15 i have to keep looking at it until it hits like 17 and then i can look away even I if someone's that. dribbling right at you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so weird <laughs> what's your favorite cheat meal oh chipotle no. you have to i wouldn't even call it a cheat meal i ate it every day yeah. <laughs> it's pretty it's decently healthy i'll give it to what you. Do you specifically get though uh i always used to get i'm actually craving it because it's only in america they need to bring it out of there um what did i get i got a burrito bowl chicken extra guac of course sounds um, so damn good i had everything on it yeah everything. sounds amazing now I want it. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, it's eight in the morning, but <laughs> <laughs> breakfast Chipotle. Good. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite team to watch regardless of sport? Um, I, I got to say, I do love watching the All Blacks. That's such a Kiwi thing to answer, but that's the first thing that comes to mind. I watched them recently. Um, but I think even watching just some of the, like our Olympians, New Zealand Olympians, you know, compete in their sports it was really cool to watch like cycling and um what else was it it was cool to see surfers out there like surfing was so yeah. cool surfing was cool to see yeah you, so you cool. surf right yes i like i haven't surfed in so long because i haven't lived mm. at home for so long but yeah i do well maybe next olympics you'll be a multi-sport athlete <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds so fun <laughs> Um, who's your biggest role model? Um, 
model. I feel like I like this is kind of strange to say, but I look up to my parents a lot. I think they kind of, you know, they're kind of the epitome of just like resilience and perseverance and you know, no matter what and they worked hard and they'd, you know, got what they, you know, set out to achieve and I just yeah, I look at that and I think that's well, we've asked a lot of athletes that question, and uh, there's a good amount that have said their parents too. Okay. Like, yeah, that's I feel like that's not so uncommon, especially when you you have such an appreciation for it as you get older. Yeah. Like, wow, you handled all of that. With yeah. Some grace. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What would be your career if you didn't play soccer? I would be in the creative space. I think I would. I would work towards that with like but I still I do appreciate education so much as well so I, I'm you know I want to keep that up of course because I think knowledge is power but um yeah I would try and like music or art or something like that I would really try and like make something out of that I love that I love that maybe you still can on the side it's never too late yeah <laughs> yeah how do you define success I just want to say winning because I just love to win so much. I hate, I think, what was it? What was the phrase that I always say? Like, I hate losing more than I love winning. winning. Yeah. And I think that's, I actually just can't stand it. I can't stand losing. I just want to win all the time. And so obviously that's like the definition, but also I think happiness Mm. is successful. You're successful when you're happy. Yeah. I'm yeah. definitely more happy when I'm not losing too. That's true. <laughs> right. At and Shannon, that's like that's a rap party. Everything <laughs> was a game. And I was like, I, I I'm very laid back. I'm like, I don't care who wins. I don't know the score. And Shannon's like, what's the score? Like, <laughs> it's so important. It's not, you can't turn it off. Like when you really hate losing, <laughs> it's even in a bachelorette. I'm like, I'm so yeah. angry if I lose this volleyball game. I'm oh, the same. Why? Why do I care? But it's so funny though. <laughs> I am the I am wired the exact same way. It could be the worst, the dumbest game ever. Like, but yep. I have to win. Yep. I mean, that's why I feel like you like professionals need that though. Like, you yes. need that competitiveness. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you're not going to take no for an answer, kind of thing. Like, that's why you are where you are today. Um, okay. And the last question: What is your biggest soccer girl problem? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome question uh, I should have expected that one but I think it is the I think it's the jeans one that will resonate with me for life when you get that when I first saw that on the, your first video I thought this video is made about me because yeah. that is my biggest problem and I still have that problem today well we have to send you we have buttons now for our jeans oh I need them like tight the waist Please. It actually is so a game bad. changer. It's a game changer. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. Well, I have to wear belts. Oh, we're giving you the buttons. You don't need no belts. You got some buttons, buttons coming you. your way. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate you. That is, that is a big soccer problem, though. Ugh. But I feel like COVID's also led us all to not wearing jeans as much. That's true. I literally yeah. can't remember the last time. We Will I ever put on real pants again? I still don't know. <laughs> the question remains. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and, and getting up early to do this. We really appreciate it. And we're really excited to continue to watch you 
um, be so successful with your career and hopefully we can see you play in person soon. Cool. Thank you guys so much. This was so fun. I appreciate it. Hope quarantine throws some fun <laughs> new things your way. Oh, me too, man. I'm like <laughs> wasting away in here. I can't bike anymore. I got like a bike for exercise oh, and I just want to throw it away. Make a quarantine song on your on the guitar, song about quarantine. And we'll post that is really the only thing getting me through is that guitar. <laughs> So. <laughs> thank god you have it oh my god i know so, thank you guys right. thank you so much cool.